Hello, friends, and welcome back to another episode of Discovery Call, where we get to get together and learn from each other, and I get to help you maybe find your next service provider and whatever that may mean for you. And today we are going to talk to Shannon D'Souza. And my favorite thing she said, one of my favorite things she said in her bio before we even got on this interview was that she is a sales machine and they used to call her the sales shark when she was in the software industry. So I think that's all you need to hear right now. That is who you're going to be listening to today and learn from. And I really encourage you at the end of this episode to reach out to Shannon and find out more about how maybe you could work together and just grow your network a little bit more. All right, so without further ado, let's talk to Shannon. Welcome to Discovery Call Podcast, where we are all about connecting business owners with their next person to meet their outsourcing needs. Business owners, I know it can be hard to find that right person when you are ready to outsource your business. So come here, listen in a Discovery Call, get to know someone, and find your next person even faster. But service providers, this podcast is for you too. We get to cheer each other on, learn from each other, and honestly, grow our network even more. So everyone tune in because I know you are ready to finally level up your business and this is the place that will help you do so. All right. Well, welcome to the podcast. Can you let our listeners know who you are, where you're from and what you're all about? Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. My name is Shannon D'Souza. I am a digital marketing strategist and sales mentor. Um, So what I've been helping women do is get online, get visible and sell more. That's what I'm all about. Hey, that's perfect. And where are you from? I am currently living in Kelowna, British Columbia. I'm originally from Toronto, so I'm a Canadian. Okay, that's excellent. (laughs) I love meeting all my Canadian friends (laughs) on this podcast. It's awesome. And so you serve women who are entrepreneurs, right? And so what is your passion for them? What really draws you to working with them? Absolutely. So, I mean, I don't like to say just women. I tend to attract a lot of women. Um, But what I actually do say is purposeful entrepreneurs. And so... um, I tend to attract a lot of like people who are looking to heal and serve. Um, They may be spiritual. That probably has a lot to do with my own energy and they're wanting to help. So that is like what I would say I'm doing with these folks. And so it actually, they tend to be service providers and they tend to have a community or network themselves, but they want to use the internet in a more powerful way to get their message out there. Excellent. And I know that having to start my own business and work with other people come alongside me. I know that when it comes to marketing and getting your word out there and actually getting those clients or making those sales really overwhelms people. So what do you, what do you do when you really have someone come to you and they are just overwhelmed? I can't do this. How does that look? So the very first thing I do is we just have a conversation. Like, what is it that they're overwhelmed with? What is working? What's not working? What are their goals, right? Because digital marketing is so vast. There are so many strategies. It is not a one size fits all solution. And so one of the things I let people know is they don't have to do everything, right? Play to your strengths. And a lot of traditional sales strategies still work. So there's nothing wrong with using those traditional sales strategies. And kind of just pick a platform or two, right? (laughs) You don't have to be on everything. (laughs) I mean, I would just say like, that's only one part of it, right? So organic social media is one aspect of it. But like a lot of people don't realize you could just be doing, you know, a referral strategy, right? 
get your get one to one calls going or just sell through sales calls like a lot of there's a lot of burnout in launches right now and it's like people think that's the only way that they can sell and that's not true Okay. I like that. There's launches and then there's that one-on-one sales call that you kind of get in discovery calls and talk to them. And so you might've touched us already, but what is the background that you have coming into this? What have you, what have you been doing in your past that really equips you to equip others? Absolutely. That's a great question. Um, So I'm one of those people that really value education and experience in order to help others. I want to be able to have earned my own stripes first and talk about, you know, A, what works with me, um, but also what works for my clients. So I come actually from the software industry. I did my undergrad and my master's at the University of Waterloo in um, business entrepreneurship and technology. Um, I worked for startups for 10 years and I grew all the way from being a sales rep to a VP of sales when I, sales and marketing. So when I um, left Toronto, I moved to Vancouver and I realized that there was a lot of opportunity. Um, There wasn't enough talent. And so I focused on being actually a tech consultant at that point. What I realized was there wasn't a lot of people who did digital. So what I started attracting is a lot of people who wanted to be online, wanted to do websites, wanted to do social media, wanted to sell, wanted to do launches and campaigns. And so I turned it actually into an industry, uh, not an industry, I turned it into an agency, um, an online business. And then I've been working doing that for six years. So In these conversations that I've been having with my own clients for, which have been around 350 clients, I started seeing all of these women struggling with sales. And sales, because of my background, has been one of the things that has actually come pretty easily and flows for me. And I realized why that was. I don't put pressure on myself and I see it just as a conversation and I see it as a way to just help and ask questions. And if I can help somebody, I absolutely will. And then I will make the offer or the pitch. So one of the things that the way I sell is very solution-based. I don't have just one offer that I'm just trying to fit everybody into. I just need to make sure that my skill set can actually align to them. So that's my background. So good. I was actually just saying to someone today that when I am engaging and working with other people, it's not like I feel like I'm in sales mode. I'm just having conversation keeping your ears open for any opportunities where like, okay, I can actually help you with that. And then just start that conversation. I love that you said that. That's exactly how in sales called solution selling. That's exactly it. <laughs> okay. That's perfect. There's a name for it. Yay. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. So you come along and you help people figure out how they can boost their sales and really be intentional on how they reach out. What is a common way in which you see people really implementing and seeing their sales grow? So the first thing, and I know we hear this all the time, um, and it can be annoying and it's annoyed me in the past um, until I understood what it meant. So we hear the word consistency a lot showing up consistently. So when we are selling high tickets like me um, and high ticket is $1,500 or more per sale, it takes a long time to build trust. So people can be watching you. Literally, people have watched me for years and then it triggers them eventually to to call me. The reason that it is, is because when you have a higher price point, they want to consistently make sure A, you're in business, B, you're continuing to get results, three, that they can trust you, see that you're growing, right? And your education is growing and you're serving. Um, And so when I realized that there's a connection to that, that's when it really motivated me to 
continue to show up consistently. Yeah. People always say consistency is key and that could really trigger some really annoyance in people, like you said, but yes, uh, people are watching and they're not always engaging, but they're watching, you know, and they're there. And then all of a sudden they show up. (laughs) It's always the quiet ones who buy. It's not the ones who are like commenting and cheerleading and like doing all the things. Um, Those are the engagers, right? Yes, it is the quiet ones. And I know that back in my day when I was looking for a one-on-one mentor, I remember I saw her through something and I booked a discovery call that day. Like she had no idea who I was, but because she had all of her content there, I was able to go through things, get to know her a little bit and saw that she's been doing this for a long time. I was pretty quick to trust her, I guess, and just jump right in. And so that consistency is how you're going to build that backdrop. Absolutely. It's that digital footprint, like exactly what you said, right? Like you're spending time on your business creating all of this other value in different places on the internet so that people can find and binge your content, right? That's trust building there. And don't be afraid of sharing too much, right guys? So many people are afraid of sharing too much. Actually, I'm working with a client right now and she's doing a lead magnet masterclass, but she's afraid to show what's actually the value of the product that she's selling. And so for me, I was telling her that's not building trust with me because if I haven't learned something in 20 minutes on your masterclass, then why would I buy anything? Yeah. People can kind of feel if you're holding back and they kind of look back and thought I didn't learn anything there. So it's so failed. And then you burn (laughs) that lead, right? Because they're not going to ever buy from you. They're not even going to look at your content anymore. Just gonna be gone. <laughs> yep, I hear you. So uh, let's think of that listener who is listening in, and they are stuck in this cycle of freaking out about marketing themselves out there and putting what they have to offer out into the world. And how do you do it? And it just seems so overwhelming. What would be some tips and advice that you would give them to kind of get them started? Absolutely. So the first thing I would say is don't look at too much content. Don't look at all of your competitors. Don't look at all of your industry people. Don't look at your peers because that's when imposter syndrome creeps in. Focus on yourself. Stay in your own lane. Remember your zone of genius. Write out your list of accomplishments and think about the people who you've already helped and transformed. It doesn't even have to be in this business, but think about your track record, right? Focus on the positive, right? We all have to start from somewhere. We all, nobody gets to the top, just jumping to the top of the mountain. Like it doesn't exist, right? So yes, other people could be further along than you, but other people haven't even started like you have, right? Um, And we're all just in competition with ourselves. That would be my advice. Yeah. Stay in your lane. (laughs) Don't get distracted. That's good. So what other types of advice would you have for people who are going into this? Now we talked about mindset a bit, but what would be some big mindset shifts that you think we really need to make in order to impactfully and effectively market ourselves and sell in this online world? Absolutely. So strategy, it's not about strategy. Everyone wants strategy. Strategy does play a part in it, of course, but if we are mentally not strong enough and we have limiting beliefs and we have blocks, that's all mindset. So you have to recognize or do your best to recognize when it's a mindset problem. And even if you don't think you have that, just explore what mindset even is. 
right? What is mindset? Mindset is basically controlling our thoughts to basically not focus on the negative and focus on what are the facts and the positive. Because when we look at what's positive, we call in more positive into our life. And so if you're always thinking about, oh my God, I have no clients. Oh my God, you know, I'm not making enough money. Oh my God, I'm never going to make that 5k, 10k, 50k month. That's a mindset problem. It is. Yes. And that will get in the way and that will affect everything you do when you're talking to anybody (laughs) and the decisions, right? Like when people are meeting with you, they feel your energy. So if you're in a place of abundance and you're truly wanting to serve and help, people are attracted to that energy, right? You're not in a place of scarcity where you're like, oh my God, I have to make the sale. I'm not going to feed myself if I don't make the sale. They can feel, it's like when you're dating, right? Like that, that guy who just, you know, wants to get in your pants, you know that. So it's not attractive. It's so true. <laughs> they have strong vibes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. You're just like uh, too much desperation here. Right. So <laughs> you, they need you too much in the sales process. When you're showing up online, when you're posting, when you're doing interviews, when you're doing sales calls, you have to maintain that energy of integrity. Right. It's a, it's two people dancing here. And I think that just not caring too much about the end result. I mean, obviously we care. But, you know, it, let them be the ones who say no. And if they say no, just move on. You know, like that was just not the right fit and it's okay. <laughs> so a lot of what I teach my, my students in sales, you know, we could have, we could have the shakes, right? So how do we control that with our mind, right? What's our mantra? So for me, when I was in a, in a place of like financial scarcity and I was worried about investing in my business, I had to look at A, there is no better person that I trust to spend money and get a return on than me. I know I am, I can do it. Right. So when I looked at it from that perspective, it's like, why am I scared? Because there's like, I'm in control of my own actions. Right. Um, So that was like one thing. So when you get on a call and you're worried and you're scared and, and you're not sure if you're going to close the client again, yes, detach yourself from that. But if, If they are not your client, it just means that you're opening yourself up for the client that is supposed to actually be there. And I truly believe that. So someone wants to work with you. What is the process in which they can work with you? Are there packages? Um, What what are the things that you offer? Absolutely. So from the sales side of things, um, I have a Facebook group. I would invite everybody who's interested in finding their voice in sales that's authentic to you to join me in the winner circle. You can find that on Facebook. It's sales closing strategies for online coaches. That's one way um, you can just, you know, observe me. You can observe my energy. You can ask me questions. Um, It's a beautiful community of women who are wanting to be surrounded by other winners and help cheerlead on. So this is not a competitive place. This is all about we're winning together. So that's what um, the mantra is over there. I have a sales program that is very specific to just sales calls. So if you are, you know, getting leads and then you get them on a call and you cannot close them, there's a problem with your sales call. Right. And so a lot of the reason is a mindset there. So there's a big mindset portion of the program. B, you don't actually know how to do a discovery. You don't know the questions to qualify. 
you don't know the process of how to run a sales call, you don't know how to track your leads, you don't know how to build a pipeline, and you don't know your sales KPIs. So this is exactly the foundational pieces that if you, you know, as a software salesperson that I did for many, many years, um, and so we're taking that from the software industry and we're bringing it into the coaching industry because I truly believe that's the missing piece of the confidence because you just don't know how to run it. So I have that specific program. And then I have a program that can be added onto that, which you get unlimited calls with me to support you for six months, 30 minute calls. So if you need a strategy session, you have a deal that you need to close. You want to look me look over a proposal. You want me to give you feedback. You want whatever it may be sales related business development that can be added on as well. I um, had that for two weeks with one of my mentors and I just loved it. Even just those two weeks, I could just throw everything at her and just get such good advice back because you don't know what's going to come up and then you offer that for six months. It's perfect. <laughs> Absolutely. And so I want, I want the people to take what I've learned in the, that program, use it, but then things are going to come up, right? That we couldn't have talked about in, in our classes because there's so many variations that happen when we're on sales calls. Very good. All right. So I asked all my guests this question and what are you learning right now? Oh, I am a lifetime learner. I love investing in myself because what that does is I can bring that energy back to my clients, right? And I can feel like I can truly compete. So I just actually hired a new coach. I'm really, really pumped about this. And it is all about scaling and systems specifically and process and being in software. I have a really good background for this, but I, this is also another hole that I see with female entrepreneurs is, you know, if you really want to make that coin, you need to have that foundation um, and build processes and systems. All right. So yeah, you just, you got a coach and now you're just really kind of learning how to do that. I literally just signed it like two days ago. It's a six month program. So I'm super excited with that. And even within my sales um, coaching, I have a big vision for what I want to do. I want to be able to help people tackle the lead generation side of things too, because a lot of women, they're great in their zone of genius, but they need help bringing the leads in. They need help closing it on calls. And then the third part of it is like, what are the systems and the processes around it? Awesome. I love to hear that you're just investing in yourself in that way. And I always say, we all benefit from each other growing and growing our businesses. 100%. Like benefits everybody, <laughs> you know, like if you were at this point, you wouldn't be at the point to get the coach and that coach gets to, it's just, it's just so amazing how we can all just work together like that. And it's awesome. I think we have to do it. The internet is growing at a rampant pace and it is not slowing down. Right. And so, um, they say the coaching industry right now is 10 billion and it is going to grow to 40 billion within the next 10 years. I think it's actually going to outpace that. Yeah, I think so too. That's awesome. All right. So people I'm sure are going to want to connect with you and find you and just get going. So where can they find you online? You can find me on my personal Facebook, which is Shannon D'Souza. You can find me in the winner circle, which is my group. You can find me on Instagram, which is marketing for moms. You can find me on LinkedIn, which is also Shannon D'Souza. I'm everywhere guys. <laughs> So if you can't find her, it's your fault. <laughs> yeah, you're, <laughs> you're, spelling it wrong. you're spelling it wrong. You're spelling it wrong. Exactly. <laughs> and we'll have all of that in our show notes so that people can just glide down and click and just um, get connected with you. Amazing. So, thank you. Thank you so much yes. for having me.
So after I record this episode, one of the things that really stuck with me, and this is completely random, but what's something that really stuck to me was the quiet ones are the ones you buy. And I find that so motivating to really continue to step out and pour into your digital footprint, your marketing, your sales, whatever it may be, and just realize that maybe somebody is watching you and you just don't see them, right? So I just really find that encouraging and I hope you did too as well. And I would love to hear about any takeaways you have from this episode, maybe something that you were just never thought of it that way or inspired to do more of. And I know Shannon would love to reach out to you as well and just connect because this is what we're all about. So make sure you do all those things and all of that stuff is in the show notes. So you know where to go. And as always, this is just your friendly podcast manager reminding you that yes, you can start that podcast. And yes, it is a good time. And yes, you have value to give. If you want to talk to somebody about it, I'm here for you. Make sure you jump into those show notes and find me there. And I'm wondering which one of you may have noticed that my typical Monday morning podcast episode is now a Thursday morning. I had to say my weekends, y'all. <laughs> there is something about that Monday due date that just completely threw off those weekends. And I'm sure many of you know what I'm talking about. So I'm going to be coming back to you next week, Thursday, with another discovery call. I will see you then.